Hello and welcome to the Magical Midlife Podcast, where you get a refreshing, uplifting and optimistic perspective on life in your 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Lindsay DeSwart, and I'm delighted that you've joined us here today. So let's jump right in. Hey, it's Lindsay. Welcome back. Lovely to see you today. So today I am talking about when being right might be wrong. Now, I know that just sounds like a bit of a play on words, doesn't it? But the reason I'm doing this today is because I got myself in a bit of a sticky situation last week. And thankfully, it didn't blow up into anything because I managed to talk myself off the ledge. But then I actually thought about it, went, hold on a minute, I cannot be the only person who's ever got themselves into this situation because I believed I was right about something. And I know it sounds really daft, but when you think about it, when you get into a conversation or even into conflict with somebody, how much of it is because you're so um, stuck in the idea that you are right and that makes them wrong? And of course, nobody likes to be wrong. So what if sometimes if you were having um, some sort of conflict or even some sort of discussion with somebody and you tried on the idea that, well, how would it be if I wasn't right? And it didn't need to necessarily make you wrong. You could just accept or consider uh, somebody else's opinion or somebody else's facts. And I mean, the funny thing is with facts now, of course, you can do a fact check. So you, it could be black and white, in which case, yeah, you could be right or you could be wrong. And that's fair enough. But when you're in a discussion with somebody, and certainly if you're in a conflict with somebody, chances are it's not black and white. There is not a you were right and I was wrong. You can take it from the moral perspective. You can take it from a factual perspective if you need facts, if you need proof. But how often do we get into conflict? And this is just in our own lives, but then also on the larger scale. I mean, what about in, let's say, politics? What about accepting people? Um, What about so many things in society right now when people are being so divisive? and they are not accepting of somebody else's um, gender, religion, politics, belief system, vaccination, viewpoint. It's not always about just being right and just being wrong. And then you can wind it back to, so what happens, for instance, with kids? Let's say if you're being asked a question, could be by a teacher or something, and you get the answer wrong. There's just a whole bunch of, you know, is there shame, embarrassment? There's weight put onto that. And I think we carry that on as we grow to be adults because there is something really weirdly um, heavily weighted about the concept of being right. And I think it's really ego led, which when we make decisions from being ego led, very often we get into some very sticky situations. So. I'm going to share this with you. I'm so embarrassed to even share this with you. It's such a ridiculous situation. But it made me actually question the right and the wrongness of what I was thinking. And I actually thought if I was going crazy. So my daughter and I, um, my daughter doesn't listen to this podcast. I can share this story. Um, My daughter and I went and bought her some jeans. And of course, you know, with the ripped jeans, it was a question of, you know, some of the rips she liked, some of them she didn't. Anyway, so we settled on a pair of ripped jeans. And I have no issue with the ripped jeans. 
Anyway, there was a pair that had a rip really high up and it was her decision. She said, no, 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 I don't like those. The rip's too high up. I said, fine. Okay. You know, I don't mind. And anyway, so we shopped around for a few pairs of jeans and we could, couldn't find anything that she liked more than her first pair. There's a lesson in that somewhere in itself. So we went back to the original shop because I'd taken a photo of that pair of jeans or of the top of that pair of jeans, basically the label and that pair of jeans folded on the shelf. So I took a photo of them and so we could go back to them if they were the ones that she liked, which we did go back because they were the ones she liked. Anyway, then she went off to the mall with a friend the other day and she said she, you know, she took her own money and she said that she'd spent, you know, whatever money. And I was like, oh, wow. OK, fine. You no, know, you didn't seem to have a lot for that money. OK. And then the next, she, she came down for school the next day and she had this pair of jeans on and this pair of jeans had the rip really high up on the leg. And I went, those aren't the jeans we bought the other day. And she was like, mum, they're the jeans we bought the other day. And I went, are you sure? Anyway, so we carried on and I could just feel myself getting really like riled going, oh my goodness, she's lying to me. Um, you know, she must have exchanged the jeans. She, um, and I just went completely crazy on these stories in my head about these jeans. Then I actually went and I went, hold on a minute, I've got the photo of this because, of course, I was determined to prove it to myself like a complete crazy woman led by ego on a mission. So I looked at the photo and they weren't the same jeans. And I went, hold on a minute, they aren't the same jeans. And she went, mum, they didn't have that exact pair of jeans. So we bought this other pair of jeans. I was like, okay. So first of all, obviously, I went through the filters of, right, I'm going mad. This is complete craziness. Um, I could swear on my life, this is what was going through my head, that this was this pair of jeans and it wasn't the same pair of jeans she was wearing. And then I went through all of this justification of, you know, well, you know, did she have a different bag? Did she exchange the jeans? Why would she exchange it? Anyway, so I went off in crazy town and then took her off to school. And of course, by then, you know, the, the, the parting wasn't exactly beautiful. So, you know, there was no row or anything, but I was really agitated. And I dropped her off from school and I sat in the car and I just went, oh my goodness, I just turned into a complete crazy woman because I was so determined to be right. And then I ran through the filters and said, okay, the jeans, it doesn't matter what jeans she wears. Chances are she's going to grow, grow out of them in six months time anyway. It doesn't matter who the heck cares. And my whole morning had been ruined <laughs> and hers probably because I was so determined to be right over something that just didn't matter. I'm sharing that with you because I wanted to give you an example of the complete crazies that we can go into when we are so determined to be right. Now, when she came home from school, I apologised to her and I went, I'm so sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. And, you know, and that was that. And I'm determined to say no more about the jeans. She likes whatever jeans she's wearing. And I'm assuming unless I've gone mad, they must be the jeans that we bought. And it doesn't matter, even if they're not. Anyway, enough of the jeans story. However, as I say, it was just such an example to me of when we can catch ourselves going down the road of complete crazy thinking when our ego takes over because the conversation was no longer about the genes the conversation was about me needing to be right about something that just didn't matter 
And quite frankly, I am ashamed of my behaviour, but I'm just really, really pleased I managed to catch it and also apologise to her at the end of the day. The reason this has made such a kind of impact for me is because there's some people, there's, well, certainly one person who's confiding in me at the moment um, about a conflict, and he's really quite troubled by the conflict that he has with this person because this this goes on a lot. They bounce off each other. They really, you know, they push each other's buttons. Now, most of us have got somebody in our life like this. And so from the spiritual perspective, when you're pushing or when you're pushing each other's buttons, it's because you're actually reflecting an aspect of yourself back at the other person. And so, for example, let me say that in more easy to understand terms. I just confused myself by saying that. When somebody, so for example, my son, when one of my sons really drives me bananas, it's because there is a part of me that he keeps showing up to me. And it's a part of me that I'm not happy with. It's a part of me that I don't love. And I need to do some work to heal that. Now, even though now he's moved away, there may well be somebody else in my life who will show up and drive me bananas and really get on my nerves because they are reflecting a part of me back at myself that I don't love. So you know how you've had that expression of there the things that you don't like in other people are the things you don't like about yourself. It's it's the perfect example of that. And also in a very early podcast, I did the reverse of that of the things that you love in other people also exist in you too. So don't forget that aspect because that's a really important one. So winding back to the whole thing about being right. When we're in conflict with somebody, a vast majority of that conflict, I'm not even going to put a statistic on it because, you know, most statistics are made up anyway, depending on how you want them to spin. So you can be right. There you go. Statistics. When you're in conflict with somebody and you're so determined to be right, you become more and more and more determined to be right for the sake of being right. So you actually lose sight of the conversation. You lose sight of what you're trying to resolve or to negotiate because you're so determined to be right. So the downsides, obviously, of being determined to be right are that, A, obviously you create conflict. It also means that you prevent yourself from growing. Because so long as you are stuck in your own knowledge, decision and righteousness, you rule out the possibility of what else could be possible or another solution or a more creative solution, you rule out that possibility, which of course is shutting down things for you to learn from. The other thing is it means become you you kind of step into this closed mindset and also scarcity mindset, which means that you can't see the bigger picture and you can't benefit from the bigger picture. And very often the bigger picture actually is what helps us to grow, to be creative, to expand our thinking and our knowledge. And ultimately can bring us a huge amount of joy and pleasure because we get out of our own way and we kind of take our own blinkers off and see what else is out there. And it also means we open up more choice for ourselves. So when you are so stuck in being right, very often you will close down choices. So you actually suffer by trying to prove that you're the right one in the discussion. And the other thing that you do is you miss opportunities So, for example, I mean, just the genes example, because I was so determined to be right about something, I missed the opportunity of having a great morning and starting my day with a fantastic morning with my teenage daughter. 
And at the end of the day, with teenagers, I don't know how you feel about it, but I welcome every day that can be a great start to the day and where everybody gets along and you can laugh and joke together and be really relaxed because you never quite know what you're getting. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. It's the idea of trying on the possibility that you're not right and that somebody else may be right or perhaps both of you are slightly right about some little things and you also may be wrong about some little things. And if the idea of turning things from right to wrong or from just seeing it as black and white, perhaps you can go with the idea that there are areas of grey. And in those areas of grey, there is a huge amount of knowledge to be learned and a huge amount of acceptance of the other person's perspective because they may well be more right than you are. And on that note, I'm going to leave you today. I hope that's been helpful. It is a short one today, but it's something that you can get very soapboxy about and I don't really want to. Being right in our society has led to horrendous situations. And I think unless we deal with it all at a very minute personal level, then it's only going to keep, you know, the the value of being right is only going to take on more and more importance. And until we can break down that concept of having to be right, it's very difficult to find inner peace and also peace on a greater level. So I leave you with the concept that even though you're right, you might not have to be right and try on the idea sometimes that somebody might be more right than you. And that's okay. I hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed the conversation, please come and leave a review. If you go to the Apple Podcasts app and scroll down to the bottom of the podcast page, and then you'll find the ratings and review section please invite your friends to come and listen by sharing the link and you can join the conversation and let me know who you'd like to hear interviewed and what topics you'd like discussed over at Facebook on the Magical Midlife group. You can also find me on Instagram at Lindsay DeSwart where the conversation will also continue. I can't wait to see you on the next episode and once again, keep living your magical midlife.